The following program. It, oh, wait, is this working? How does, how do you make this? Is this, oh, the following. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that Ken Napsack almost canceled this week because he had two nervous breakdowns. It's Saturday Night Napsack. Hey, Saturday Nighters, we're back. Did you miss us? Of course you didn't. That would be silly to miss a podcast, but we're back with a full episode of Saturday Night Napsack, the show that ruins the one day I used to have to relax. Before we get to the show, we are proud to welcome a new sponsor to the show. Please say hello to the Choney Exchange. Look, we know the truth, and yes, we're mostly speaking to middle-aged straight men, but how many old pairs of underpants do you have in your dresser drawers right now, or crumpled up on the floor most likely, that have seen at least two full presidential terms and have more holes in them than a Vin Diesel car movie? You know, like the Herbie the Studbug franchise. Gentlemen, and quite frankly, that term is being loosely applied out of one last strain of common decency. It's time to get rid of those ancient pairs of underwear, and that's where the Choney Exchange comes in to help save your day. Sign up now, and a Choney Exchange underwear appraisal agent will come to your house wearing the latest in personal protective equipment and go through your entire underwear collection, Choney by Choney, to professionally assess and analyze what pairs have to go and what pairs can stay right where you left them last weekend. They look for color fading, inseam integrity, the strength of the elastic band, and check to make sure the rips, tears, and holes haven't turned your pants sedan into a sunroof. And then they'll pack up the unwanted underpants right there for you and remove them from your house, all while you sit on the edge of your bed crying because for some reason you've developed an emotional attachment to the items of clothes that can be purchased five at a time for less than $20 at a store. Let Choney Exchange do what you continue to fail to do. Get rid of your old pairs of underwear. Like, it doesn't get much simpler than that. Not convinced yet, you barbarian sleeping in the dirt in front of the gate? Well, consider this. Over 95% of the customers that choose the Choney Exchange report better marriages, happier home lives, and less need for antibacterial topical creams. What are you waiting for? Sign up today at ChoneyBegone.net and use the promo code CRUDCAN, that's CRUD with a K, to get a free consultation. Try Choney Exchange today and enjoy a cleaner underwear collection tomorrow. And now, on with the show. All right, here we go. Let's do it. We got a, a show planned for you today that will probably be subpar. That's okay. So I was out crying underneath my fig tree on Friday night, and I just really, really uh, just uh, reminded myself that we got to seek the small joys in life. So I ordered some pizza, and then the wrong order came, and that about summed it all up. So after I was done crying, I, I remembered, you know what? I do have some fun coming up, and I want to make sure you're all aware of it, and that is the Riley's Cantina live show coming up on October 10th, live 7 p.m. Pacific time, because we're monsters, but the link will live uh, on uh, Mark Riley's uh, page. as an unlisted, viewable show for those who purchase tickets for a couple days there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Star Wars Comedy Variety Hour uh, that was uh, going to be built for a live stage, but now... Uh, we have to kind of adjust because, I don't know if you heard, there's this pandemic kind of situation that's kind of going on. I know not everyone believes it, but then again, uh, hey, uh, teach their own, teach their own. Uh, we're here now. So it's going to be a lot of fun still. But anyways, I, I don't want to get down like I have been on myself for the last two weeks. I want you all to have fun watching us entertain you. You can go to catnapsock.com, go to the shows and events page, 
click on that tab, and then that will take you to a link. Yeah, you know, as I say it out loud, that's a lot of steps. It is kind of like go to the basement, unlock the door, uh, turn on the lights, uh, duck, knock three times, hope the leopard doesn't get you, and then maybe you'll find what you're looking for. I understand, but that's the way it is. You can go to TicketWeb.com as well, but I don't know if that takes you directly there. I don't research a lot of things anymore because what's the point? But anyways, we're going to get on with the show here tonight. I, um, yeah, what, what's, oh yeah, it's Halloween season. I'm not much for Halloween, but I am much for candy. So let's get right to the rest of Saturday Night Napsock. It's October, a spooktacular season when all eyes turn to Halloween and the taste treats that make the season. Here now is a case for candy corn. Though often maligned, this delectable and versatile candy is a welcome tradition to your candy basket every year. With its collection of bold, bright fall colors and a taste that can only be described as present, candy corn is a staple for a reason during this season. While all other candies will have you bumbling and stumbling while trying to open up tiny, tiny packages that are as tightly wound as you after a Zoom business meeting, candy corn is just a handful away from reaching your mouth. Just rip open the bag, pour it into a bowl or even Tupperware, and just start eating. Yum, yum, my costume-wearing friend. And there's a built-in defense from you eating the whole bag in one sitting like some sort of vampire at a v-neck sweater convention. After six or seven robust bites, candy corn activates its heartburn-inducing properties and you'll find yourself unable to keep eating it despite the desire to see this treat to the end. Try that, crackled minis or trail mix. You'll hear many people trying to malign candy corn. But if you learn one thing from your time in high school, it's that bowing to peer pressure will only get you laid before other people. Don't follow the trends of this modern society that wants to cut down popular things of years prior. Candy corn, like the Beatles, Friends, and winning World War II are important parts of the fabric that makes this world so great. Eat them whole. Eat them one color at a time. Eat them slowly. Or eat them like you just got off your diet for the first time in months. Just find the way for you. Just don't deny yourself the one thing that makes Halloween tolerable. Candy corn. Thank you for your time. Doug Hickman, and this is your SNN Sports Report, brought to you by Box Score Heroes, the only baseball podcast made for Padres fans by Yankee fans. This season's Major League Baseball playoffs may resemble a senior citizen bingo game in the rec room with everyone being let in as long as they have their pants on, but that hasn't stopped the action from being downright fun and exciting. Also, like a senior citizen bingo game in the rec room with Gladys and Hilda fighting neck and neck for that E-11 to be called. 
The first round of the playoffs are in the books with the big winners being baseball stalwarts like the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles, as well as upstart clubs in Oakland, San Diego, and Miami. This has led to many, many playoff brackets being busted for the gamblers all around the world. Uh, in fact, if anyone knows a pawn shop that is willing to pay good money for my local podcast news award uh, I won in 2012, uh, let me know. Uh, uh, thanks to the Marlins upsetting the Cubs and the White Sox falling to the Oakland Money Bowls, I'm, uh, I'm, well, uh, I'm a little short on what I owe my bookie. I mean, my friend Joey from the Bronx. This award is made of solid pewter and can be used as a paperweight or doorstep. Please let me know. I did use it once as a weapon. Um, sorry, Joey. Uh, this coming week, all the teams in the second round will gather and play in neutral sites so they don't catch COVID-19 while playing, which is something one political party couldn't seem to manage this week. Some roster moves. The uh, Houston Astros, fresh off their sweep of the Minnesota Twins, have added two trash cans to the playoff roster, citing an unclean dugout. Seems legit. They'll take on the Oakland Athletics next, and the Vegas odds are favoring the so if anyone wants to meet me in the alley behind the studio right now, I've got my picks ready. Oh, man, this might be a problem. Anyway, I'm Doug Hickman, and that was your SNN Sports Report. Is, is Ken okay? He, he doesn't seem okay this episode. Is, is he going to be okay? Does anybody know? Is Ken okay? Um, I guess we'll have to stay tuned to the second half of the episode to find out if Ken's okay. Teddy Bears to know him here, Hall of Fame Music Radio. Hey, we are here uh, playing the greatest hits of all time in Pennsylvania, but we are heard around the world through our website at hufmradio.com and the TuneIn Radio app and the Radio Box app. And because of that, we get requests from all parts of this fine land. And this one is from our friend Chad Benefield, who says, I need to request an old-fashioned love song. I said, Chad, great. For who? He said, not who? What? I said, what? He said, red meat. Here you go. Three Dog Night, old-fashioned love song on Hall of Fame Music Radio. Hey there, everybody. My name is John Mariano, and I'm from the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. I am here to let you know that we have a plethora of shows on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed, and whatever you do, do not tune in. You don't want to hear from Corey Morissette, Jeff Hillbilly, Scripps Saunders, Mark Eden Klyer, Thomas Wrestling, or myself. All of our shows are hot garbage. They are structured stupidity, and they are not worth your listen. So whatever you do, do not tune in to the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. We do not want any new fans at all. Back to you. Hey, it's Alden Diaz here to tell you about Octo Radio. It's an interview show that I do exploring the different passionate Star Wars perspectives from artists, writers, crafters, and even other podcasters, plus even some people straight from Lucasfilm. So you can come hang out on my podcast island and celebrate the Star Wars ties that bind us together. Oh yeah, what the pork said. You can follow us everywhere on social at A-H-C-H-T-O Radio. That's Octo Radio and follow me at A-D underscore Strider. You are the sunshine of my life. No, all of you truly are the sunshine of my life. A lot of rays 
burning me up in the best way possible. My name is Ken, and I'm happy to be playing the greatest hits of all time for you and taking requests. This one coming in at the request email line at hofmradio at gmail.com, and it's from Mark and Julie, and look, they've had a tough time. They had a wedding plan, but this uh, COVID pandemic lockdown situation has canceled that wedding twice, maybe even more, but they know that love has no timetable. And they said, Ken, could you play a wedding song for us that will get everyone up and dancing? And I said, does it, does it have to be a classic wedding song? They said, absolutely not. Then that's when I said this. It's time to hear Walking on Broken Glass by Annie Lennox. Get up and dance, everybody. It's Hall of Fame Music Radio. Here's another true fact about your host, Ken Napsok. He once ran a mile in six minutes and five seconds, looked at the ground of his high school track, barfed, and never ran a mile again in his life. And now, on with the show. All right, before we get back to the highly intelligent comedy you're used to here on Saturday Night Napsuck, we want to wish Saturday Nighter Robbie Smith a happy birthday. Robbie celebrated a big birthday this past week. I won't say the number, but it is depressing. Uh, Robbie is one of our favorite people around this spot. Just a fabulous and fun individual. He is a pillar of our community on Discord and just one of the most loved people in the SNN world. That is undisputed. He also has a great Instagram feed he runs called Baby Yoda is Your Friend. You absolutely need to check it out. It's Robbie and Baby Yoda having adventures all around this great earth. If you're having a bad day, it'll put a smile on your face. So happy birthday to Robbie Smith. Give me that damn beer. Is that done? Is that a good one? Just put the, uh, put that one in the can. I'm just so tired of so tired of these things. God, this is horrible. Who drinks light beer? Bad comics, man. Anyways, I can I, did I tell you about that Robbie guy. Did I tell you about that Robbie Smith guy? Pretty sure he's stalking me here. Yeah, I leave the front door occasionally to go get like some donuts and stuff. And there's, like, care packages on my front porch right there. Bows on them, everything. They're, like, stickers and candies and Madonna songs. It's uh, It's got to be him. Yeah. Seriously, who the hell drinks this stuff? Just bad. Anyways, I think I don't, I don't have a problem with the guy. I'm just saying. Pretty sure it's, it's, it's endearing, but I'm not convinced there isn't, like, some kind of... Uh, you know, knife in, in, in one of the boxes. I, I, I mean, I'm mostly worried about Baby Yoda. Robbie's fine. No, Robbie's fine. He did he did once ask for a lock of my hair. And I told him I have about three locks left. So that wasn't, he wasn't, anyways. Let's get on with the show. Those stupid birthday things. What? Why is it still rolling? PD. It's October, a spectacular season when all eyes turn to Halloween and the taste treats that make the season. Here now is a case against candy corn. 
When God tried to create Halloween and said, you know what, this one's your Satan, many, many great choices of candy to have strangers give to children came to be. Chocolates of many kinds, enough taffies to make you daffy, and even tasty hard candies that you'll want to suck on for days and days. But candy corn was never in that list of great candy creations, nor was it meant to be. Candy corn is a mistake. It's an abomination. It's as if heaven and hell both rejected it but it somehow ended up on the pile. Candy corn is essentially candle wax cut up, dyed, and sold to the dumb masses. It's not a taste treat. It's a returned item at Yankee Candle. Don't get me started on the taste. What is it supposed to be? It tastes like 12 scientists got in a room and tried to recreate what orange tastes like with only the leftover chemicals from last night's science party. Candy corn is closer to those wax pieces they gave to kids with braces in the 1980s than it is to actual candy, regardless of what name is on the bag in the CVS discount candy bucket. And that name, corn called, it wants its good reputation back. Candy corn. Seriously. Choose a direction. And now in recent years they've released Thanksgiving-themed candy corn because who doesn't want to take the taste of turkey home in their hands? Disgusting. It's Halloween season. If you wanted to barf after you eat something, why not make it something fun like a razor in your apple? Send candy corn back into the abyss that it came from. Happy Halloween. Now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to have a nervous breakdown. Number three. Find the weirdest place to cry in and just let her rip until you're arrested. Number two. Scream from your diaphragm in gibberish that sounds like a language unknown to man. Number one. And the best way to have a nervous breakdown. Run outside naked. Clink, clink. And that's the list. Now I'm on one. What's your emergency? <sighs> What's your emergency? Nine one one. You've re- hello, hello. You've reached nine one one. Hello. Yes, you've reached nine one one. What's your emergency? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to report a, a, an emergency. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take that emergency. What, what's your emergency, sir? Do I, do I just say it? How does it? Do I just, I just say it? Yes, sir. I'll take your emergency. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Um, that that's how it works. That that this is when you talk, sir. Um, okay, sir. How about this? Can I get an address for the location of the emergency? Like my like my address, or wherever the emergency is, sir. Uh it's uh, it's in Burbank, Burbank, California. But where exactly in Burbank, sir? Are you having the alleged emergency? Well, I'm I'm not going to tell you that. I'm I'm kind of famous. I kind of wrote a book. Uh, but okay, but sir, but in order for me to get emergency personnel rolling to your location, I'm go- I'm going to need that location for your emergency that I have yet to learn about, sir. All right, yeah, okay. It's on the corner by that Seven Eleven. You know the one, the one with the blueberry coffee. Oh, actually, yeah, I actually do know. Okay, I know where that one is. All right, sir. Uh, I'll have a medical or police personnel. What? What's What's the emergency? What's Let's go back to the start. Yeah. Okay. Look, here's, here's the thing. I I'd like to report uh, something missing. Okay, sir. Uh, is someone, is someone taken? Is there an abduction or when did this person go missing? 
Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not. That's ooh, that sounds. That'd be terrible. No. Um, I'd like to report my missing wit. Uh, excuse, excuse me, sir. What's what? What is what is missing? Uh, my wit. I went to record my podcast tonight, and I found that I no longer had my wit. Pod, podcast, sir. I'm not understanding. What what is the emergency? You're someone named Wit is gone. No, no. Listen, listen. No, it's not a person. It's my wit. My like my humor and wit. It's gone. It's like one of my calling cards, and it's gone. I I found it uh, very hard to record the podcast tonight. Okay, sir. I'm I'm gonna have to say that that is not an emergency, and maybe I'm gonna have to hang up on you unless you can report. An actual emergency, sir. Not a hold on. Not an emergency. What kind of world do you live in? I am a podcaster, a very mildly successful one. I need my wit. Do you have you? I clearly you don't record podcasts. Actually, I, I host one about the Gilmore Girls. So don't assume, sir. But this, I this is not an emergency, and I need to use this line for someone with an actual emergency. But this is like the this is like the celebrity wing of nine one one, right? Like I automatically my phone number gets recognized and I get put in there, right? So my wit is missing. This get some like agents on it or something. How does that work? You just put, send out the cars. Maybe can we get like to a helicopter or two? Is there like a plane, one of those spy planes they built in Area fifty one? Does Burbank police have one of those? Okay, sir, I am really going to let you go, okay? Have a nice night. Maybe go get some coffee from that 7-Eleven. Well, they banned me from there because I tried to return it to Keto, all right? So thanks for just ruining my night. This is an, this is an absolute emergency. A, a podcaster without wit is, is I keep the nation going. I entertain the people, all right? I, I'm needed. I'm needed. You're not needed. I'm needed, all right? Sir, all right. Sir, what what is your name? What is your name, sir? Oh, don't play dumb. You know. You know my name. You can tell. You can hear it in my voice. Sir, I don't listen to podcasts. I'm too busy making an excellent podcast about the Gilmore Girls, all right? We're in season two of our rewatch. So, uh, I, but I, you know, I just, maybe I should send someone over there to do a mental health welfare check on you because it doesn't sound good. What is, what is your name? All right, fine. If that'll get someone here to help me find my wit, my name is Ken Knapsack. Oh, yeah, I... Actually, I've heard of that name. Did you used to do the funny news bits on the Schmo's Nose on that show? Oh, finally. All right. Playing coy, but now you're on board. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. That's me. Well, I- I'm sorry. I stopped listening to that show after that horny guy ran off Tiffany Smith. All right. So, sir, uh, you just stay where you are. I am going to send someone to you, but not for the reasons you think. All right. Just stand outside that 7-Eleven. I don't, I don't feel helped right now. I'd like to speak to your manager. Is there a manager, like a, a 911 captain? Because I'd like to speak to them. Okay, sir. I, I'm going to hang up now. You have a nice life, okay? Good night. Oh, God bless it. I should just do a super chat show. God. On this day in history, October 1st, 1982, Sony launched the first consumer compact disc player to help white guys impress girls at the mall. The first compact disc player weighed over 60 pounds, required three grown teamsters to install, and only played Flock of Seagulls albums. 
Fans lined up around corner after corner in front of Radio Shacks everywhere just to see the rich people that could afford to buy one, though many experts predicted that these so-called CD players were just a passing fad like disco or voting with your conscience and would never replace the technically superior cassette decks. The CD soon emerged as the go-to symbol for style and class in suburbia. Soon, everyone was racing out to rebuy the albums they already had like Band on the Run, Frampton Comes Alive, and Guilty by Barbara Streisand and featuring Barry Gibb. Sony would dominate the CD player market and would subsequently release better and lighter versions of their compact disc player, allowing for people to listen to their CDs while doing their aerobic workouts or while doing cocaine in the bathroom of their day trader office. As for the cassette deck, they all soon ended up at a thrift store in San Dimas, a relic of an ancient past. All this and more happened on This Day in History. Okay, everybody, that is the 32nd edition of Saturday Night Napsuck. We all got through it. Special thanks to everyone who supports me on Patreon, but particularly my executive producer supporters, Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan X, Matt Thompson, Nathan Obendale, Ty Schellenberger, Chad Benenfield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonesburg, and Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, Ranger Donald, and Fair Smooth Anna. Thank you all for making my dreams come true every week. It means a lot. If you want to support, go to Kenapsuck. On Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash That's actually how it works. And choose a tier if you want to support. Special thanks to Patreon supporter Matt Thompson for this week's pre-roll and Trey Thompson, not related, for the Morning Drive Media Station identification. If you want to submit those, go to patreon.com slash It's like it's a theme. Big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his help with the radio clips. Check out Sean's Tee Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash Sean. Listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio in Newcastle and Huntington, Pennsylvania, and anywhere through the website at HOFMRadio.com every Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 12 noon. Don't forget the big live show, Riley's Cantina, coming up on October 10, 2020, just in case you're listening to this podcast two years in the future. Go to KenAppsock.com and click on the Events tab to find a link to buy tickets. Special guests being added even during the recording of this show. Again, go to KenAppsock.com for more information and follow us on Twitter, me at KenAppsock, and this network at M-Drive Media. And as always, if you can, if you want to, be sure to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsack. Seriously, he better refund some people for that show. Stinker.